0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bella and we're here for another week, which is exciting if I'd had a better night's sleep because I think last night I had the worst night's sleep I've had in so long. It took me three hours to get to sleep. I even had a sleeping tablet and that didn't work. Nothing worked. I changed my pillows. I changed my pyjamas. I turned my electric blanket off. I changed everything. And nothing worked. And do you know what it was? It's because I worked late last night. And then when I came home, rather than, like, I went to the pub and had some dinner there. And then rather than coming home and like reading and stuff, I just scrolled. Because I felt so tired and so overdone. Which I don't know if anyone else does this. But when I'm feeling really, like, overwhelmed with things, that's when I scroll. And sometimes I'm like, you know what, fair. Like, don't even worry about it. Because I know that I'm feeling so overwhelmed. And then I just start to feel really, really ill which I'm sure you can hear, and it was just just a very long day of me feeling very, like, terrible. But it's fine, because today is Friday, I'm going to work from home and hopefully just take a lot of tablets and it'll get rid of my illness before my boyfriend comes to see me, because this is not ideal. Like, I did not want to be ill right now, that was not the plan. But it's fine, because we're here now, and I can't get rid of it, so I may as well just deal with it. It's okay, though. This week I've just progressively felt myself get more and more ill, like my eyes would start burning and then my throat was really sore and now today I was just like, I feel so head coldy and ill, but it's it's fine, it really is fine, I feel like also this week I felt very angry and I don't really know it must be to do with my period like that must be coming next week, maybe I was like ovulating, I, I cannot explain it I just feel like I've been very irritable this week, I've kept it all inside because I knew it was unreasonable, like anything I was ever annoyed at, I was like, what is wrong with me, like genuinely what is wrong with me because I, they like there's literally no reason why I should be feeling this way Honestly, periods, Pfft. hormones, are mental. I've listened to this podcast recently, The Diary of a CEO about how hormones control how you're hungry. And I was just like, hormones are crazy things. Like, I don't really understand what they do, but they control, they just control us. And I think this has been a big thing with my ADHD and emotions and kind of realising that I will feel things like very intensely and there might not always be a logical reason as to why. And that's okay. I'm not trying to spend out, like, ages working out what that logical reason is. Like, last night when I couldn't fall asleep, I think it's because I was really anxious. I think it's because I was feeling very overwhelmed and just a bit, like, overdone. And I knew it was because of that, but also I couldn't stop my thoughts from running away. And mum always tells me when I can't fall asleep, it's like it's fine because you're still lying in bed and your body is resting and so it's still good and that always helps me feel like a little bit less overwhelmed about the fact that like i was meant to have 10 hours of sleep and i had seven seven is still good though i don't actually feel that rough today which is a relief i think my body was just rejecting the fact i finished work at half seven it was really really not enjoying that but anyway life update Guys, I went to the car boot on Saturday. As you know, we had to wake up at 7am. 7am to get there. So we got there. It was lovely. We saw sunrise. Very pretty. All for it to say, you then had to pay £5 entry if you wanted to enter between 7 and 9 and £1 entry after 9. Well, I wasn't paying £5 entry. Like, I'm a new car boot person. I didn't know what I was going to get. And so... I wasn't paying £5, pounds, even though we'd woke it up, and it's an hour of our life. So we went and did a little a little coffee shop crawl. We went to so many different ones. I had this delicious, like, it's like a pan of chocolate, but with, like, almond in it. It was really nice. It was quite sickly, but it was delicious. And I feel like I need a little boost that early in the morning. So I had that and a coffee, and we wasted as much time as humanly possible. I bought my secret Santa gift, which I know you're laughing because it is quite late. But, we're not doing Secret Santa till the 6th of Feb, so technically, I am on time. Technically, I am early. Anyway, we went to the car boot sale. I wasn't meant to be spending any money this month. I was meant to just be doing a no-spend January. Well, that went out the window I went in I got a lamp I got a book I got which book is it as well it's like the Cleopatra and Franklin one I don't know if it's actually called that but I feel too ill to sit up so it's that one yeah new lamp I got some jeans which I don't like but my flatmates they are nice but they're just I just don't think they are like I'm not gonna lie I just don't think they are they're like baggy but a bit too baggy which isn't ideal but it's fine I don't know if I'll ever properly wear them but they only cost £5 so in the end of the day it doesn't really like it's not make or break if I do and I don't and I think they'll suit my sister so I might just give them to her and then we went into the charity shops which were it all went downhill I went into this one called trade it's my favourite one I got this that is loud must be flying directly over me Um, I got my first red leather jacket. I have been looking for a red leather jacket for about two years at this point. It's the most beautiful red leather jacket I've ever seen in my entire life. £30. It was made in Mexico. It's never been worn. It's incredible. Then I saw these boots, which are like stiletto, pointy, like toe part. I've been wanting a pair of boots like that for so long because I feel like I have the rounded edged ones, but I don't have the like pointy ones. Guys, I love them. I love them so much. When will I wear them? I don't really know. Like, I can't tell you exactly when I will wear them. Oh, but they just look so good. They just feel like it's going to be a shoe that I'll have forever. And the finishing great point was they were 40 quid, but they were meant to be 295 pounds. And they still have the original tags on. They've literally never been worn. And so they are really my size but i'm just gonna make them my size like it's fine they're a size four but it feels like a very roomy four because they have got that pointy bit at the end there's room for your toes to squeeze so they're gonna be the most beautiful shoes i'll ever wear in my entire life and then we came back and because we went out so early it felt like we had the end in- felt like my day went on forever i potted in my room I tidied watched a film we watched two films we've got this new game called speak now you know the one we have you gum guard in your mouth oh my voice is going It's really funny and I get very competitive and I would 10 out of 10 recommend. But anyway, this week, I'm not going to lie, I've just been existing. I've gone to the gym, I've gone to work, I've been enjoying the office recently because I feel like it's really nice to have a separate place but I'm so happy I'm not going today because working from home when you're feeling a bit ill is the only way forward. It's the only real option. Um, But then my boyfriend comes for this weekend, which by the time you listen to this he'll already be nearly going which is a bit depressing but it's fine, I feel like I've been a little bit anxious this week, like just like a lot of things going on and struggling to sleep and trying like, oh I just hate it, I really hate it but it's okay, I need to stop letting things get out of control in my brain, I need to stop working out how I can just control them and make them realise that everything is okay, because it is okay, it is okay, I'm just, I'm just a little bit anxious, just a little bit anxious at the moment, there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of change and I think it's, It can be hard to deal with sometimes. I also think when I'm feeling ill, then that's, like, worst case scenario, you know? But I think we're going to go out for dinner tonight with my housemates. We're going to go to a pizza place, I think, which will be delicious. And then tomorrow I want to go for a run along the Thames. Will I? If I feel this ill, I doubt it. But I do really want to, so I'm going to try and push us to go. And then I don't know what we're going to do on Sunday, but I just want to chill. Like, I just want to hang out and do fun things. And, like, long distance is really hard, I think especially when you've been doing it for like nearly four years. It's long. It starts to get to a point where you're a bit like, you know? But anyway, it is what it is. But this week we're talking about the teenage years because I feel like they deserve some intense discussion because, guys, they are. It's a little bit rough, I'll be honest. So on this week's episode of the podcast, we are talking about the teenage years because I feel like they were rough, and I just know it's something we need to discuss. When I put up the question box of like, what this week's episode be on? One of you guys responded with like, advice for the teenage years, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, yes. Because I have never needed more advice as than when I was then, because the teenage years are rough. The teenage years are rough, and I think the reason they're rough is because you feel like you know everything. You feel like you're a real grown-up. You feel like you're an adult. And you feel like the world is on your shoulders. You're doing the GCSEs. You're doing your A-levels. Like, you feel like there's so much pressure on you. And there is a lot of pressure on you. But you feel like you're meant to have it all figured out. Because all of a sudden you're having to make decisions about your life that are actually going to have an impact. And I'm not going to lie. I felt too young to be doing that. And I still feel too young to be doing that. And I think that's the first thing. is like, you're never going to feel like... You're never going to reach this adult brain that you think you're going to reach. But also, you're not as old as you think you are. And I know it feels kind of like counterintuitive what I'm saying. Like that those two senses don't really make sense. But you feel like you have all of this life experience. And you do. And I'm not trying to be patronising. But I felt so old when I was 16. I really felt like I know everything. And now I'm 23. And I'm just like, I know nothing. Because you start to realise that everything you did know isn't really what you know. Because how you change changes how you perceive the world. And the thing is, you are going to change. You're not going to stay the same as your teenage self. I have changed so much. And that's a good thing because you don't want to stay the same as your teenage self. You don't want to have another five years of experience and then not know why you're the exact same you don't want to have had all of those life lessons and be the exact same person like you don't want that you want to change but I think that's the other thing that's really difficult about the teenage years is you are in a period of like constant transition in your personality in your character and your body like everything is changing and it can be really hard to grasp that and gain control over that because all of a sudden people start to treat you like an adult you start to feel like an adult but you're not You don't know these things, and this is the thing you're going to make mistakes, and that's okay, because you're going to make mistakes, and everyone is going to make mistakes, but the thing is, you want to almost make as many mistakes as you can, so you can work out what is right, and what is wrong, and what you want, and what you don't want, because when you are in your teenage years, you have that, although, I'm not saying you're not allowed to make mistakes now, but you're learning how to be an adult and so you are going to make mistakes. You're going to get things wrong. And I just wish I'd be a bit a bit kinder to myself about that process. I wish I hadn't expected myself to be perfect straight away. Because the thing is, I was always going to make mistakes. Things like that were always going to happen. There was always going to be things where, which I did which were wrong. But that is just part of growing up. It's that learning process. And I think for a lot of it, I thought, like, the world was against me because you feel like you're the only one understanding these things because you're understanding them for the first time. You don't realise how everyone is going through the same thing because I think it's easy to relate to these things when you're older. Like, when you're 23 and you talk to your friends about your teenage years and, like, you talk about the emotions you felt and you can all relate with each other. I think it's easier because... When you're in the teenage years, you're all experiencing it at different points. And I'm sure this will be the same at the 20s when I'm 30 and I'm looking back and I'm talking and we're reflecting and we'll all have experienced the same things, but at different points. And so it can feel like the world's against you and that nobody understands, but I promise you everyone does. I promise you it is not as isolating as it feels, but I'm not trying to diminish how it feels because I know it feels so isolating. Because you're constantly changing and how you feel and look and experience the world is changing. And that's really hard to grasp and it's just overwhelming at points. And there's so much emotion and everything feels so dramatic and it's just intense. It's really, really intense. But I think you just need to start realizing that these decisions that you're making about your life, they're not like you can make changes. You can readjust, you can go back, you can try new things. Like, there's so many different options for you. You don't have to just stick with this one thing that you've tried. You just have to keep trying things that make you happy, and that's okay. That's all you need to be doing. And when you make these decisions that make you happy, you've got to realise that, as well, you're growing into someone new, and you are going to lose people along the way, and that's okay. Because the friends that you have now... The chances of you all staying are so, like, it might work out, but it also might not. And that is okay. I think there's so much pressure from TV programs and society that, like, you're meant to keep this exact same friendship group. And it is great. And I'm not trying to, like, say that that's bad. It's not. But why I am trying to say it's it's okay if you don't. It's okay if things change. It's okay if things don't work out how you thought they were going to work out. It's okay if you let people go. Because people are also going to change just like you're going to change. Which means you guys might not fit together anymore. It means your personalities might not gel. And you don't just have to keep a friendship just because you feel out of obligation you need to have it. That should never be the thing that's making you stay. You should stay because you love the friendship. You could stay because you love the company. Not because you feel like you have this obligation to stay. And so I want you to realise there are going to be big changes that happen in how you understand yourself and how you understand the world around you. But all of this is normal and all of this is expected. And these knock-on changes into your life and the people you hang out with in the way you present yourself in the way you experience the world are all normal. And they're all expected because the teenage years are hard because they are such a period of transition. They're a period where it's just, oh, a lot. But it's meant to be a lot the first time you're getting a little bit of hint of being an adult but you need to realise once your teenage years end you don't you don't become an adult you're still very young at 20 you're still very young at 21 you're still very young at 22 you're still very young at 23 you're still very young you're still just working things out I think by the time you're 30 you have a grasp on being an adult I don't think you do at any point in your 20s I think your 20s are like your baby adult years they're not the adult years I feel like maybe your 30s and 40s are your adult years and your 50s and 60s are your very adult years you know you're not meant to have it all figured out it's okay that you don't have it all figured out but just realize that in moments where it's hard time will pass and it will move on and you will be okay and it will work out and in time where it's really good just take it all in because you have a period of very little, likely very little responsibilities, and that's very exciting. And I wish I'd just taken advantage of that a little bit more. You're at school, you're at college, and it is stressful, but it's not the end of the world. You're trying as hard as you can, and that's all that matters. And I really wish I'd realised that sooner. So on the question part of this week's podcast before my voice totally just leaves my body. Okay. What is something worth living for? I think something worth living for is all of the potential new things and new memories and new experiences that are coming your way. Like, the potential of everything that you could experience is crazy. You don't know what's coming. And I think that's something that I find really exciting. Also, the joy of, like, watching other people grow up and watch them achieve their dreams like it is really exciting to achieve your own but there's also something so lovely and amazing about like watching the people you really love because you know how hard they work achieve everything that they want to achieve and I think that's what's really exciting about growing up and about living about working out what you want to do I think those are two things that are really worth living for Just the potential of life, like, you know, how many good things could be coming your way, how you could change everything in your life if you wanted to. And I think they're two good things to focus on because they're always going to be there. What if I never fall in love? I think... I think this must be a worry for quite a lot of you at the moment because a lot of the questions seem to be about what if I never find the happy ending? What if I never fall in love? What if I never... And these are all what-ifs. They're all what-ifs. You can't control the what-if outcome. And so please stop trying to worry about it because your worrying isn't going to change a thing. If you want to focus on these things and that's a goal that you have and you really want to fall in love this year then you've just got to make yourself, I guess, very open to the idea. You've got to put yourself on dates. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to give it a chance to work out. It's like the whole thing with manifestation. None of it works unless you actually give it a chance to try, you know? You're not going to be able to do it, like you're not going to be able to manifest a thing you want to do unless you have action, because action is the thing that makes it happen. Like it doesn't just happen by like attracting nothing. You have to put yourself out there. But all of these are what if questions and I just think it's exhausting to constantly focus on the what ifs, to focus on the things that you can't control, to focus on the things that are out of your comfort zone. I'm not out of your comfort zone, out of your control. So please take a deep breath and realise there are good things coming your way. These things are coming your way, but you can't control when it's going to happen. And So please stop trying to worry about it. Please realise how much other good there is in your life. Please realise how much love is already surrounding you. Okay, let's go on to the next question, because I'm very aware that my voice is not thriving. And could be doing a bit meh? Cool but inexpensive London date night ideas. Mm. love going for a walk along the thames like that's one of my favorite things to do natural history museum is great that's free all of the art galleries national portrait museum that's just opened up again that's free i love going to that i love getting a coffee and then just walking around london just walking around like going through chinatown going down to soho like just doing a proper big walk like for like two hours and being a tourist for the day You can get one of those hop-on, hop-off buses. I don't know how expensive they are, but they always look quite fun. Like, I'm not going to quite like doing things like that. Also, you get the river cruise from the end of London Thames to the top of London Thames and, like, back again, whichever way you want to do it. And you could go to Greenwich. That's really pretty. I'd never been to Greenwich before, and it was beautiful. Would definitely recommend I think there's so many different things you can do. It just starts getting expensive once you start, like, taking yourself out for dinner and blah, 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 which are all lovely things to do, but they also cost quite a lot of money. And so finding the little things, just buying a coffee, buying a bagel, and then walking along with it and having it at a park. Like, there's a bagel place near where I am. Four pounds for a smoked salmon cream cheese bagel. And it's delicious. Incredible. You could go to... I was going to say... Hmm... Maybe that's not going to work. There's like the Brick Lane bagel places that they always have such a massive queue that it takes ages to get what you want but the food does look incredible and the bagels are always so cheap so maybe it's a good option. But I think looking around the way that you can like just experience London without doing shopping, without spending loads on food, without spending just loads overall and that's just walking around the city and just doing, I love a walking tour and I feel like they're really fun things to do. Okay, final question. How are you doing mentally? I think okay. Like, I am doing well. I'm feeling just very anxious when I go to sleep and I don't know why. I even had a sleeping tablet last night and that didn't work. I had them left over from when I went to Vietnam for the flight. Nothing worked and my heart was just beating so fast. And I just feel like quite anxious before I go to sleep at the moment. But I'm hoping it'll pass I'm hoping it was to do with the fact that I was a little bit ill that I wasn't feeling 10 out of 10 and <sighs> that it will go I also didn't set myself up right I should have just read my book like I know all of these things and I didn't do any of these things and that's on me that is on me but anyway, on to the new things I've done this week <music> So onto the new things I've done this week, and I have not yet watched Traitors, which I'm so upset about, but we're going to watch it tomorrow because we hadn't all been here. And it's very, I've been avoiding TikTok like the plague. If I see anything Traitors related, I've been scrolling so fast past it. We have a group chat at work and I've had to mute it because I just can't, I just cannot look at it and spoil it for myself. <sighs> I'm in denial. I am honestly in denial. I can't believe it's going to end this week. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. But anyway, I've been watching a lot of TV. I watched the hell school thing. You know about how in America parents send their children to like these camps and they were really abusive. It was such a shocking documentary. I'd really recommend watching it. Just pure... I was... Paris Hilton went to one of them. I just can't believe parents would do this. Like, I just cannot understand how these things were legal. Well, they weren't legal, and you'll find out if you watch it. But, no, that was interesting. I've been reading Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow. I knew there was a sad part coming, and I've reached the sad part. And I'll say no more, because I know everyone under the world, everyone under the sun, is reading this book right now. But I am sad, and I've read the sad part on the tube before my day at work, and so that was not ideal. I have found a new bagel place, which I have previously mentioned, and it's incredible, and I will be going there every single day. Not today, but I will be going there tomorrow, and that was probably the highlight of the last week. And I've also recently realised that if I shop in Sainsbury's, it's not that different to shop in Lidl, and it's a much more enjoyable shopping experience because it's so much, like, easier to get to, and it's way less panicky, and they always have everything, and so... I hate to say it, guys, but I think I'm leaving Lidl. And we know how much I love Lidl. We know how much I love it. But it cost me £40 on a shop in Lidl. And it cost me £40 on a shop in Sainsbury's. And yes, I probably do get more stuff in Lidl. But the thing is I limit myself in Sainsbury's and I just feel calmer afterwards and I think once I've worked out, you know, right, this is such a boring thing to say, but you know when you don't know how a supermarket's laid out so you don't know where anything is and it takes you so long to find anything? That was the vibe. It took me an hour. But it's going to get faster. As I get more used to the supermarket, I will get much, much better. I also think I want to get back into long distance running. Like, I want to start doing 10Ks again, because I just think it's going to make me feel happier. Will I do this? I don't know. But tomorrow's run will be the starting one. I'm going with my boyfriend. We are going out for dinner tonight, but I just cannot get drunk, because if I am hungover, I won't go. And although I did wake up really early last week, it meant my weekend felt so long, and I felt so productive, and I really enjoyed it, and I would recommend. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Of the new things I'm doing this week, ugh, mainly just that, trying to get over this illness, trying to not be ill. But I need to run because I need to go have a shower before work because it's 8.49 and I need to go and get ready. ASAP. Whenever I'm working from home, it's always a fear that I don't properly do my hair or something. And then I forget that I have a call or something. And so I'm going to go get ready very, very quickly. But thank you for listening. Make sure that you're following me on Instagram and on TikTok at you've got mail and school pod. Also, one of my reels hit a million. Did not expect that. But how exciting! It also means we're over 2,000 followers on Instagram now, which is very exciting because I really want to hit 5,000 very soon. And I think it can happen. I believe it can happen. But anyway, I love you loads. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a great week. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.